Parker's friend. Number two. <laughs> Number two, baby. I got. I need to get Freddie to make a some kind of an intro lick for Trucker's friend. Something kind of something that rolls along. Yeah, you haven't worked on it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Freddie's licks, like, so we're doing this is Trucker's friend for the needing the spirit of Dale Earnhardt. Yep. To get you home, boy. We did. Um, it was a long drive. So speaking of Freddie, which is your son, twelve-year-old mm-hmm. son. Yep. Yeah, he got a lot of uh, a lot of guitar playing his music in this episode. Yeah, and he's he's actually he's become like my number one. Like I, if it's not Freddie's guitaring, it's it's just nothing because oh, our previous video editors kind of tied up and and whatnot. So I've been editing all these videos myself, and in order to have any cool music. You you need to have the right editing s- software, which I don't have. <laughs> I need to probably get into, but to have access to good, you know, tunes. And I realized I've got Freddie here who has a great ear to make up all his own licks. And if he just makes them up and does the guitar, there's no copyright infringement issues. YouTube, this is something a lot of people don't know. YouTube is so picky that all their AI, whatever that goes through your videos. If you're, in a truck stop or in a restaurant and you're filming something and there's just background music playing over the speakers <laughs> just for that just for that minute of your video they will flag your video remove the monetization or share the monetization with whoever they picked out in the in the background wow like it is so so picky so you always have to you have to be mindful of that if you're filming something you just really have to pay attention to the the sounds and the music and all that. So by having Freddie do all this, you don't have any copyright infringement issues because he just makes up a lick and plays it into a microphone at the house and comes out on the old tube. This one had a little different feel than some of your other videos. There's a lot of just that, I don't know how to describe it, how I felt. There's a feel to it that I, I, I can't point my finger on, but just, you know, just the road and just that guitar music or just kind of like, this is not a derogatory thing I'm saying, but it, uh-huh. it had kind of a monotonous feel. It was almost 3,000 miles. But I think just that that music, it was just kind of the same thing and the watching the road go by. Uh-huh. Boring is not the right word, monotonous, but I think it gave a feel for what the drive is. So I liked it. I well, guess that's, what I'm saying. Right, and that's... Like, mm. it, it, there's always something for everybody with these videos. And you, you try to... You try to, you don't want to change it up and have it be so random that there's not a somewhat of a flow to your channel, but there's people that, that love, they'll comment and say, oh, I love those highway shots. You know, I'd love to know where you are at and what you were, you know, where, where's the shot? Could you put it on? I want to see, I love this more hood shots. I call them hood shots. So I, I wanted to, cause this was just the return trip. That's all it was just driving. It's like 2,700 miles or something from Sonoma to Charlotte and it's nonstop. We don't stop. We just fuel and go fuel and go. And it's, and as you know, we've teased about the, the inability to sleep. And so by the end of this, it is extremely monotonous. Like we love trucking. We all like, Hey, we're truckers. But there's times where you're like, this, this is, this ridiculous. This gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. Quickly. We're going to get in this episode a little bit more here. Again, if you're if you ha- if you did not see the trucker's friend episode you know in the in the description if you didn't read the description jackson has the wild wild west youtube channel 
and he puts videos out regularly. And so we decided to do a little kind of an extra thing with the podcast where I will view the videos and then kind of interview Jackson a little bit about the videos. So if you are a podcast listener and not a viewer of the Wild Wild West channel, one, become a viewer of the Wild Wild West channel. (laughs) There you go. And two, these may not make as much sense as some of the stuff we're talking about because we are going to be talking about the, the video. So Trucker's friends are always... Kind of, yeah, we kind of want it to be able to, you know, if you love the podcast, you'll probably be able to listen to this and have it stand alone and still enjoy it. I got a few comments from our last one, a few messages about that saying, hey, love the trucker's friend. And then they said, I need to go watch the video just to see and put it together. So yeah, it's just to help intertwine and, and kind of intermingle all the, all the flow. So I'm going to start out talking about this. Are you a fan of Madonna? Not so much these days. Okay. She had some catchy songs when I was growing up. So she's American. And at some point, she started talking like she was from England. Oh. Okay. I noticed that at the beginning of your video, you're from Montana. Yeah. And you're starting to talk like <laughs> you you're tell? from the South. <laughs> Man, them guys, they just lay it on so thick. By the time I, by the time I get done with my week out there with Chris and Hollywood... I mean, I'm full on saying things where I'm like, what did I, what did I just say? <laughs> hey, Bo. Yeah. Oh, you going to come. Y'all got to come down to the track. Oh. Yeah. I, I noticed that there's times you're talking on there and you, you slipped into a Madonna-esque transformation. <laughs> that's, that's very, yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh. Hey, you had a shot kind of at the beginning of that video of all the trucks leaving. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I had to edit some of that out. Did they have someone guiding trucks out of there? Because it would, they look, there was a lot of trucks, but it looked very orderly and very, everyone waiting in line patiently. Oh, well. I'm sure people uh, are like, I got to get out of here. I want to go, okay. go. Yeah. Your video looked really orderly. <laughs> Is that how it was? Was someone guiding it or did you have to edit well, to make it look orderly? No, they guide you in. So, I mean, you're like, doom, 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 doom. And then there's only one way to get out. Like everything's so tight. You have to, this first truck has to wiggle this way. And as each truck in succession gets out, it creates more room. So about halfway through the line, you no longer have to wiggle and waggle. You can just pull out and go. But so the race gets over, everybody loads their cars and and they turn you loose. And sometimes some of the teams aren't quite, I mean, they might be in their truck, but maybe they're still getting their logbook started. And then there's some of us that are further down the line that are, Logbooks ready to go, parking brakes pushed in, we're ready to go. And so at Sonoma, uh, it got it got pretty contentious. There was some pretty heated things on the CB that I couldn't play because I try to keep my channel, you know, free from the cursings. Oh, so that that little shot of how orderly and peaceful everyone. Okay, the race is over. We're headed for home. It, yeah, it, it wasn't. Mm, it, it was it a got, little wild. It got huh? bad because one of our guys, old Razorback, just didn't want to wait for the other three or four trucks ahead of him. He just pulled out. I was like, Oh, and then there was one, one more truck. And then me. And I was like, I'm like, whatever, Chris, Chris is my boss, man. When I'm in the truck, I'm like, whatever Chris wants me to do, I'm gonna do it. So I was like, "Eh, what? He's like, if if they're going, you go too. just jump with the guys. And so we start all pulling out and some of the other guys got on the CB and they're like, junior motorsports. Oh, every week think they're better than everyone else. (laughs) 
I mean, just straight up. And all the haulers are on their own channel. Hey, this is the reason you listen to Trucker's Friend, everybody. Because you never know this. This is the little behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. Oh, so we were getting F-bombs dropped at us by by these other truckers. And I mean, what do you say? You're like, me being little me, I'm like, you're right. We definitely just pulled out a line and and cut it. But... I'm just doing what I'm told. I'm, I'm Chris says, go, I'm going. And if you have some beef, good luck taking it on with Chris. Cause dude, there's one guy on our crew that does not mess around. It's big Chris. He's a big man and he does not mess around. So, you know, thankfully he loves me. And so I, you know, we stopped somewhere and someone's got some beef. I'm like, here's the guy right here. I wasn't driving. Chris was driving. Chris was driving. Which is going to play at some point. I got to tell you this story about I wasn't driving. Chris was driving. I'm just going to tell you now. So we pull out of, we pull out of there and it's, it's miles and miles of traffic, 30, 40 miles an hour coming down from Sonoma, you get towards San Francisco. Then you can get on I-80 and go start climbing up Donner Pass, which is what we did. But by the time you hit the freeway, those 55 mile an hour, California freeway speed limits, they're long gone. We're doing 70 to 78. I mean, at all 30 semis, it's like, we're all going, you know? Anyway, I'm at the, I'm at the race in New Hampshire, which, you know, this last weekend. And I was over getting some fuel and another driver comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, my name's, my name's Craig. And I, I wanted to come say hi, me and my wife drive for Jeremy Clements racing. And, and I, I had heard of them, husband and wife team. And I just, everyone always says how great they are, how nice they are, but I'd, I'd never had a chance to meet them yet. And he said, we, you know, we love the channel. We, we love watching, we watch your wild, wild west. And really cool. Just fun to chat with you. And I wasn't in a hurry. So I said, Hey, I'll walk back with you. Come show me your hauler. And theirs is a little different because they have a toter, a toter home. So they have, you know, the cab and then they actually have an RV basically on the back of their cab, which is sweet. It has a shower and you know, it's nice. And then they pull a shorter hauler cause they just have one car is all. So I said, yeah, let's come show me your thing. So they, he and his wife take me in. They're showing me around their hauler, which I was getting a kick out of because we've teased in the past about Dale jr. Saying that his haulers at JRM basically you know, have an apartment on wheels. And I was like, no. And I told him this story. And I was like, no, no, Dale Jr. needs to come look at this. This would be an apartment on wheels. What we have is definitely not an apartment on wheels. Anyway, so he's asking me, Craig and his wife, Audrey, they're asking and they're saying, hey, what, what, so what do you think of all this? And how is it? And I said, man, the biggest surprise for me was kind of relearning how I drive. My NASCAR driving habits are outrageous compared to my me hauling cows with my semi <laughs> habits, meaning I drive way slower and, you know, just way more laid back when I'm hauling cows, NASCAR, hammer down, go, 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 nonstop. Let's roll. So I'm telling them that I said, you know, it's, it's been my biggest change. And they go, man, I tell you that, that Chris, boy, they didn't, you know, his nickname is highway. That's his handle. They go, they don't call him highway for nothing. I mean, we, we got behind Chris leaving Sonoma a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, he is hammering. I've never 
So I'm, I'm following another JRM truck and that JRM truck couldn't keep up with him. And, and so, you know, I'm trying to keep up with, you know, the guy that's behind Chris and pretty soon the other JRM truck fades away as we're climbing the hill. So I move up behind Chris and I'm, I'm trying to hang with him. And I mean, he goes, I'm cutting the corners, you know, going around corners. I'm cutting into the low lane. He goes, I got to the point, I shut my radio off. And I mean, I'm just in pure concentration silence, just following Chris. And he goes, finally, I get to the point where I'm like, I, I can't do this. I can't, cannot do this. Yeah, you go on your way, Chris. Good luck, old buddy. Like, have a good ride. And he, I mean, there's so Anna and his wife's like, oh yeah, it was, it was wild. I'm back here trying to sleep and we're going. <laughs> and I, I said, you guys, I, I got to tell you this. I said, I'm a little embarrassed now. I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but I said, Chris wasn't leaving Sonoma driving. I said, that was me. <laughs> and they go, what? That was you? We thought it was Chris. And I said, he'll be proud. He'll be a proud papa. He's trained me well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a little case of mistaken identity there. They definitely thought it was Chris. All right. And so a little, little speed racing, a little bit of <laughs> little... Your anger over the CD getting was, out of there. Yeah, and we were so over that race because, as you remember, we just we did so bad. It was just it was a terrible day. The race sucked. Team was bad. It was like let let's go. So as that video progresses, you seem to be breaking down <laughs> physically, emotionally, big time, aesthetically. Yeah, you, you can see that you're just as the video progresses, you're just. Well, so, sinking. and where you're at is you got Sonoma it's hot super hot sweaty we're rolling there's no shower after you it's not like you shower and go get in the truck like you're hot and sweaty from being at the track you've got fresh hours to drive and you jump in the truck drive all night long trying to give Chris as much sleep Chris is back there you know just waiting for his shift to start and I kind of told him I'd get him almost to Utah if everything went good. So that's why I was driving like a wild man. <laughs> and we got pretty close. We got to Wells. Actually, no, I did. I made it into Utah because I kept driving past Wells. But man, when I got up, like you, as a trucker, you you don't want to see the sun come up. Everyone's like, well, beautiful sunrise. I'm like, no, I don't ever want to see the sunrise. I dang sure better be asleep before the sun comes up. Even if it's just a nap, if you got to watch the sunrise, it just ruins your whole day. Mm -mm. So yeah, I, it, I, I was breaking down for sure. And, but that was just night one. Yeah. <laughs> that, was after, that was night one. I still had another night to drive. So, you know, Rooster, our father, he spent many nights driving. Yeah. And one thing that he, he would do occasionally to stay awake was to take a cattle prodder, which we commonly call the hot shot. <laughs> and uh, so the hot shots that he would use would store a charge. So some hot shots or cattle prods. Well, let's just completely backtrack. Cattle prod is an instrument used to get livestock to move. Because sometimes they're stubborn. Sometimes they'll just lock up, sit there, and they're like, nope, I'm not going. So it, it, the cattle prod produces a little electric shock. It's got four C-size batteries, right? So it's got two metal prongs. Mm -hmm. And if both metal prongs are in contact with a, a surface that's conductive, it'll give it a little zap. Yeah. And so some hot shots, it, you know, that has a handle with a button, you press the button, and that makes it active to give a yeah think of like a probably the most common thing you might equate it to is if you see a taser but a very very light mm -hmm. okay but there's some hot shots you press the button and it holds 
it holds the shock in the tip for a period of time. Yeah. Why would they even do that? Like, what's the what's the practical reason I, for that? I, I because think the only practicality I've ever had with it is to accidentally shock myself. <laughs> I think it's so you can give an actual lighter shock if you want to an animal, just a real light, because it's not quite as forceful as the right. actual full button down shock. So you push the button and tap so, the. So you push the cow. The, if, so you, when you're planning out moving livestock, you'll you'll plan it. Go. I think I think in about 42 <laughs> seconds from now, I'm going to need a little bit lighter shock. So you push the button. And let go, and then and it holds and then, the shock for several minutes and in then the tip. Forty-two seconds. Your timing usually ends up perfect. Right about that time is when this, you know, this cow or whatever needs a little extra motivation. <laughs> I don't even know how it. If you think about it, I don't even know how it holds the shock. Like I don't even know how it works that it can hold a shock. I don't know. The only but time anyway. it's done anything for me is I inadvertently shocking myself because uh-huh. there's a shock in the tip of it. And you yeah. don't realize it. And you bump it. But Rooster found a, a very nice way to use this is he always stored his hot shots right next to his seat. Mm-hmm. So he would reach down and hit the button and all that. And, you know, he had to kind of lean over to hit that button. And then he'd come up and now the shock is in the tip. Then he could lean his cheek. Because the prongs were right next to your cheek. And so he, yeah. but he couldn't push the button and get his cheek to his hand. He had to store that shock. So he always, he always had the claim that that was, his trick to get into the night was a little juice to the face. That was like bottom of the barrel. What? Like if you got nothing less, this is like your, <laughs> your, it's like your, your ejection diet, button. Your, yeah. You've gone through four and a half gallons of Diet Coke. This is like the suicide pill that the, the, the spies take, you know, in a spy movie where they're like, if you get caught, the red pill or whatever, you know, this is like the, the last, the last so, resort. I always had a tiny suspicion that this was a little bit for show that that was only employed when there were people in the truck to just kind of like, hey, check this out. <laughs> do you think that was legitimately used or do you think it was a, no, I think he used it. I think it was legit because rooster with, remember, remember with these pigs, he owned them all. So if he, if he didn't drive through the night and he lost some to heat the next day, that was going to be 100% out of his pocket. So he, I, that's a level up when you own all the stock in the back. It's, you it. it's a different have you deal. ever have you ever juiced yourself to stay awake? I have not. You think you ever give it a go? I, I think I would. I just haven't had a truck where that's just not where I keep my thing. But I have I have hit myself in the face, slapped myself like way harder than I meant to a few times to where I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Like have you ever slapped yourself really hard in the face? I like, have on accident. Well, I don't want to say on accident. I, I've done it on purpose, but the, the force was accident. I didn't mean to do as much force. Maybe what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I've, you got to kind of, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, well, I, my whole point in this is this might have been the trip to, this would have been the trip for a hot shot. Especially if you're, yeah, maybe, um, maybe you ought to try it. Yeah. And if it works, bring that as the kind of your gift to the NASCAR. <laughs> to the scene. community. Here you go, guys. Chris, Chris, I just want to, just try this and see what you think. <laughs> he would be like, what? What are you doing? What's wrong with you, boy? Yeah. That's what he's saying. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm surprised with all the, the long hauls you've done. You haven't given that a little bit of a go to see what you think. Yeah, and, it, and I'm kind of getting over my prime. I think we're starting to regress a little in my abilities to stay up all night. So I might have to, you might have to dig think. a little deeper. All right, so then you get where you're you're closing out your electronic log, mm-hmm. and it's not quite letting you because you have to put notes in. 
Stupid. Now this is the thing that I, I think you missed. You missed opportunity for your video here. Okay. This says what four characters? I kind of think the reason to do four characters is because there's at that moment there are no non four letter <laughs> character words going through your mind of what you want to type <laughs> into the thing. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I hope to check my log books. Look at this. So, and you know, when you type off and it won't let you, it's like it needs more characters. Well, when you're upset with something, what word comes before? And, and off? it's you're off duty. So it's <laughs> there's a four letter word before you're off that you might want to type in. <laughs> but yeah, when you say four characters, what, what four characters? One well, at that moment, I'm surprised you didn't think of a lot of them to put in there. <laughs> Just trying to keep it clean. Uh, all uh, right, the the blue beacon car truck wash oh, uh, man i i've never heard of them but it the way you described it it makes it sound like it is a, a well known everybody knows it are they are they spread have, far and wide yeah they're they're a big national chain used to be it's kind of the story of a lot of things used to when they were smaller they were real real good and as the years have gone on do you ever have, have you can you think of an example of something that always lets you down an experience or a, a a place but you but you constantly go back to it it's like insanity you keep going back to it with always with the fresh hope you know it might be different this time it might be different this time but it never is but you keep going back expecting it to be different but it never is it's that's insanity isn't it I think Olive Garden. Okay. Yeah, like that. Like you're always like, you know what I mean? I keep thinking that endless bread bowl. Like, mm. It's supposed to be. And then I leave there and I'm so bloated up on carbohydrates. <laughs> Carbs, and, bread like, it, like, and then I'll, you know, get some distance from it. And then I think, okay, now. Or Subway, like the smell mm. of that when you come out of there and you just, you can't get that smell of that. Mm -hmm. Every Subway still the same <laughs> and you smell like it. For like four days. Yes, yes. Okay. So this is the Blue Beacon. It, it, the problem is, it's the biggest truck wash chain by far in the country. So they're, they're always next to a big truck stop in like all these cities. And they have like two or three bays. So typically, they, you know, they're pushing trucks through pretty fast. But your wash job always lets you down. Always lets you down. There's, as I showed in the video, you, when it's wet, you're like, hey. Then you leave and it dries off and you're like, hey. what? There's just all, there's always stuff. So the nickname to this place has become the streaking beacon because there's always streaks of soap because they don't ever get it rinsed right. No matter how many times you tell them, it comes down. So what I've done over the years is it's expensive enough that I'm like, this. you're paying this kind of money. Like, come on, let's do it right. Uh, but it's never right. So I, I'll wait, I'll go to the truck stop, I'll leave the facility and I'll let it dry off. And then I look and I find the spots that struggle and I take pictures of it. Here's a bad spot. Here's a bad spot. Here's a bad spot. In fact, I was clearing room off my phone so I could upload my next video that's coming out next week or this week. And I, did, I found a bunch of old video pictures from the Streak and Beacon when I was in my cab over. But anyway, you take these pictures and you send them to their to their customer whatever satisfaction email and they they say sorry for this we strive blah 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 please give us another chance here's a here's a certificate for a free wash 
And so I carry it. Oh, there it is. Free tractor wash. Free tractor wash. Courtesy of Cheyenne, because that's where I had my last trashy wash. It expires in November of 23. So I've got to use that up. That was from that was from a years two ago. But and then they always say, next time, please, please go back and have them fix it. Don't leave. But I have my two things about that is I'm like, I shouldn't have to inspect my truck to make sure you did things like wash the wheels or scrub the stacks, right? Like that's pretty basic stuff. So, but they want you to go back. And I'm like, the other thing is, because if you go back, they'll back you back into the shop and fix it, right? Well, I need 30 minutes for it to dry off. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go in and get dinner, whatever, let it dry off. And then I come out. By the time you come out and find all the spots, like on, on that truck, that was, I think I, I showed some spots a little bit later on in the video. By the time you go back, they already have another truck in the bay and there's three or four trucks in line. So like, what are they going to do? Come out and wipe it down my hand. I, I was already in your truck wash for an hour. Like that was your time to do this. I'm not going to come back again. I'm just going to send you pictures and get my certificate. <laughs> so next time I can do it. So anyway, that's washed, but not washed again. You what? You can get it washed, but not washed again. <laughs> I know. With your certificate. And I've actually had it where I went in and I used a free coupon and told them I got this coupon because I was at such and such place and it was bad. And they're like, oh, well, not around here. We're better. And I've sent pictures in from the coupon wash saying, this was my coupon wash. This is how well it took my free wash that you guys gave me to redeem yourself. That's, this was it. <laughs> do you think, do you think maybe as you start to transition out of trucking, you should get into truck washing? I, that's coming up a little bit in our next video, actually the next NASCAR video, but I actually put in a nice truck wash at my shop so that now that's why I don't hardly use any of these anymore mm. because I, I like to wash when I get home from my trips and do it. So when you pulled into the blue beacon, who was that a JRM pay for that? Or does you guys JRM pays for it? Gotcha. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's funny. It gets funny. Cause even at the track, when we get washed at the track, it's mm, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good. And it's funny because the drivers are all, once we get parked, they're like, man, this, they didn't do a good job. And some of them are like, I ain't paying. I just ain't going to pay. I'm just going to quit paying these guys. That's what the drivers all say. You know, and it's funny because I'm like, well, none of you are paying for it anyway. But. Uh, well, all right. Well, well, you know, not a, not a lot of variation in this video yeah, just not roll, really. driving just roll and those were the things I wanted to point out was the blue beacon little trick for the beacon you know if they get enough people sending them bad pictures they might ramp up their I'm like even whatever I don't I don't know maybe they'll ramp up their quality control so, so a little, a little so trick let for me you. ask you this if they paid 50 if it, they charge you 50 bucks more and did a very very good job or the cost it is now for the job they're doing now would you pay 50 bucks more for it well well done I would so they should just just charge people a little more and take a little more time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what they should do. Last thing on this video, you kind of you kind of uh, checked out, said goodbye to everyone, and then you had like the after the credits rolled kind of. Oh, was there? What was it? What do they do at like all the Marvel movies? <laughs> Where everyone waits till the yeah. end. <laughs> everyone waits for twenty minutes of 
And it's just something like totally like it always lets you down a second, but you always wait. This one was uh Hollywood and firemen having a little water fight of sorts with the <laughs> what whatever was going on there. But at the end of it, I, I had a suspicion that it was scripted. Uh, no, I don't I think, think it so. was. I don't think it was. I think it was scripted. So Hollywood could wear that Coors Light shirt to redeem himself for being accused of being a Bud Light drinker. No. So, so that's right. I remember that. He's very so Hollywood. Hollywood used to have a regular gig with ESPN. He at every every race he would he was a reporter for ESPN from the pit. He would have his pit helmet and everything on. You can get on YouTube and look up. Hollywood Mark Armstrong ESPN pit reporter and you'll see his old highlights but he he's very like he showed me he had a deal with Oakley watches where he he'll wear a watch from Oakley and Oakley would pay him a thousand dollars to wear one of their watches for the race you know so while he's doing his reports and using his hands to talk into the TV camera live people are gonna go oh what's that watch he's wearing and then of course they figure out that it's an Oakley so he's very, he, he does things very deliberately because he uses that ESPN experience now in his later years. He just loves this stuff. So if he put on a Coors shirt, <laughs> he definitely was going, you know what? Everyone's going to see me in that Coors shirt. So I'm going to make sure I wear that and I get this. Let's go. You know, so he'll do it. <laughs> I didn't script it, but he definitely does. He knows what he's doing. All right. Last last couple things here, and we'll wrap this up. Is I I went through all the comment section. There were a few comments or questions. One person said the plates where the airlines are hung always look like a cheese grater. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> you know. Yeah, they just want it super grippy, really grippy. All the walkways, like any walkways in any factories or places, they're always that really sharp, grippy. You know, like a fire escape or whatever. Because <laughs> they know, if, you know, if a trucker goes down, because most truckers are pretty. <laughs> so if a trucker goes down, if he's up on top of there and he goes down. Yeah, so I, like, I have a couple trucks that have stainless steel deck plates. And <laughs> when they get wet, they're like a nice rink. So right. you definitely need the, the grip. Pride truck wash has got a couple mentions. You ever been to a pride truck I wash? haven't. I th- it must be kind of a Tennessee-ish area, whatever you call that. Right. part of the country but I, I have not but there was a good they said they're they're good okay. to try them out until they get too big until they get this again Keep it. Right. why expand oh. man why expand to the size that you suck are we ever going to get Chris in a cab over yes plan hauling, is hauling cattle if we can come up with a load yes but plan is for Chris to come out to Montana come visit the ranch spend some time relaxing and getting him back in a cab over all right. Uh, someone asked if you could put pump totals when you're fueling up. Oh, yeah. I did that in my next video. Okay. But the fuel stop was so early. It was premature. It wasn't very impressive. It was like 450 bucks. Gotcha. But you can, you can get up to eight or nine or a thousand. Yeah. All right. Someone, you mentioned this and we've, and this is someone who pr- probably doesn't listen to the podcast. You mentioned that your trucks are exempt from logs. Mm-hmm. The rule is, the federal rule is if your engine in your semi, not your semi, just the engine, because it's an emission regulation. So if the engine is, well, sorry, e-logs are not an emissions regulation, but rather 
when they made this electronic logbook mandate that you have to be electronically surveilled by the government, which is what it is. If your engine is from the year 2000 till now, you have to have an electronic log attached to it so they can surveil you. If your engine is before the year 2000, you can run a paper log where they cannot surveil you. So you are exempt because all your trucks have yeah, put old. Yeah, they're engines. either old or I've taken a newer truck and put an older engine in it. Okay. Uh, someone also said biodiesel everywhere. You have to put a bunch of additives in it. I run Hotshot Secret everyday treatment in all my fuels. I think this is part of why uh, it's good to have an additive is because they do like up to 10% biodiesel in basically everything. So by getting an additive, your diesel uh, is able to burn a little more cleanly and not only burns cleaner, but gives you, gives me at least a little mileage boost. Okay. The uniqueness of a hog truck smell. Mm. Cause you said, Oh, hog smell hog truck. It is a, it's a different. Unique, you've been around it. It's like, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way to describe it. You just it? know. You it doesn't know. smell like a cattle truck. Horses smell different from cows. Cows from horses. Horses. They're all, they're all just different. But you know, and it just takes you back, man. You smell that and you're like, oh, I'm 14 years old loading pigs to go to Sioux Falls with Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. Well, every once in a while, there'll be a pig truck will go by and you get that smell and it, oh man, takes you right. It's weird because horses like smell kind of good. Like horse manure, horse barn kind of has a i don't know it's more pleasant it's not like oh it's gross you know cows are kind of cow pig it's not a good smell it's not like man pig smell good it's like it's pig smell but it's i don't know you can't explain it you just gotta smell it yeah and the last thing someone asked are you driving for nascar full-time you know what happened to livestock hauling no it's a part-time deal still hauling livestock in fact i'm on my way here it is almost midnight we're recording and i'm loading at eight in the morning with some cattle to haul down to utah so no nascar is a is a part-time part-time gig right on well that's it so trucker's friend number two there it is if if this starts if you if we have people that are starting to listen to this that are, are watching a lot of those videos and you do have questions about those videos Go, we, are go, yeah. we are going through the questions that are in the comments mm-hmm. and want to touch on them. That's, you know, part of the reason for this is it just gets to be too time consuming to answer every question that's asked in the comments, but we can read through those and jot them down. And this is a little easier situation to answer them. And so, yeah, if you're watching Wild Wild West videos and you have a question about something, put it in there. And some of those questions and comments are written in ways that I don't understand what's being said or asked. So make sure you write in a coherent (laughs) way. And if we can understand what you're asking, we'll try and get to it. (laughs) All right, man. With that, safe travels. All right.